All right, what's up, everyone? We have our special guest today on our Eli and Mike podcast. We have the Jorge Contreras. What's welcome, up, dude? Welcome. Let's go. Thank you for having me. Truly Sorry. an opportunity Sorry. and an honor to be here with you guys. Thank you, you so guys, much, man. man. I appreciate you. Also an honor for us. We've honor. actually met a long time ago, and we're like, you know what? We <laughs> need to have Jorge on this podcast because look at you, dude. You look young. You got businesses going on. And me and Mike were like, we got to get him on the podcast. Right. Like, <laughs> we right. match energies well. We, we match energies well. And we match energies, too. And you're running yeah. a, you know, you run this sophisticated company called The Real System. Yep. Perfect. And we would love to just, you know, talk yes. to you a little bit about it. We have viewers that are in the real estate business, that are in the finance industry, and everybody wants to get into the Airbnb business. Right. They want yes. to do so many different things. Even us. We want to, yeah. we're, we're trying to get into this, <laughs> so we need your knowledge today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now that you're here, obviously, Eli and Mike would love to kind of dig deep a little bit and Let's figure out a little bit more about you, Jorge. So question, first <laughs> of all, a lot, I'm sure a lot of the females, and forgive me, I know you're married, a lot of the females would love to know how old you are. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm 35. Okay, he's 35. 35. Okay, yes, girls, yes, he is yes. taken, but you know what? He, he's, okay, he's taken. Okay. Males, females. <laughs> you know. Sorry, if the wife just is watching, say, I apologize, you know, but, right. but it's fine. And this goes for everybody. Just say nowadays, oh, wow, it goes not for females everybody. either. Okay, fine, yes, fine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. But hey, so talk just a little bit about your business. Uh, we, we ran into you at this Avengers Mastermind. Yep. Yes. And honestly, we thought you were part of it, but I didn't know you were just a speaker. But that's great. It was an honor, I'm sure, to see you present to everybody in this mastermind, a bunch of millionaires that are there mm -hmm. to just learn more about the culture of real estate. And um, to know more about it, like what's what's your advice? Why are you doing this Airbnb stuff? Is it something you always wanted to do? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I just figured if I'm going to be a real estate investor, do I want to make two hundred dollars off a door or two thousand dollars off a door? And right. obviously, with Airbnbs, it is a high operation intensive business. But just like any business, if you know how to build teams and systems, and if you're a visionary, and if people believe the vision and they follow the vision and they see the vision as their own, yes. then you can make almost anything passive. And so for me, my Airbnbs are completely passive. I spend Easy. maybe 30, 45 minutes a week and that's it because I have a wow. solid manager, wow. solid operator, integrator, great systems. And I want to maximize the cash flow out of my properties. Nowadays, it's really difficult to cash flow, especially if you're here in California, yes, unless you're putting like 40, 50% down, which is the very bad use of money, of course, because you're not using leverage. Right. And so my goal is to get into these properties with as little money out of pocket and make as much cash flow in the back end. So interesting too, because I think a lot of people, they think they have to put in a lot of money <coughs> to buy these Airbnb properties or fix and flips or do whatever projects are in each house. and you're finding ways of making that happen, whether it's through your connections or obviously you have experience mm -hmm. and cash flow definitely is something that everybody wants. Um, what do you think? I, I don't, and I think I heard this before, the cap rate in California, what's kind of the average in, in California right now? What is your thought on that? <coughs> that's a good question. Uh, I think here, here it's really low. It's probably like in the fours. That's, that's what um, I thought too, yeah. And you know they usually let use a um, where they look at the net the net cash flow, but typically it's with long term tenants. Okay. So when we use Airbnbs, obviously we're get able to get a much higher return on our money. And then there's ways that we could use comps, like we use softwares like AirDNA, similar to the MLS. You can mm -hmm. look at the comps to buy or sell a property. We can look at AirDNA in order to determine what the potential revenue is. It'll give you mm -hmm. a projected revenue the, based on similar properties in the area. Oh, that's amazing. Amazing. And so what Airbnb, what was your first one? And what was your <laughs> income that you were getting from that where you were like, I'm going to be the Airbnb king. Mm -hmm. Like we need to know yeah. your first Airbnb <laughs> that just sparked <laughs> you. And you're like, I'm, uh, this is me. Yeah. Yeah. So the way it started is I had four units that I already owned at where the leases were ending for mm -hmm. long-term mm -hmm. tenants. 
And that was at the beginning of 2017. So in March of 2017, I launched my first four units as Airbnbs. And all four of them were two ones. Okay. So two bedroom, one bath between five and 800 square feet. Nice. Um, and they were in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and in Riverside and in Pico Rivera. Oh, wow. wow. And those units at the time with long-term tenants were making 1500 a month in gross rents. Okay. On Airbnb, they started averaging about 3500 Wow. So okay. I went from making 6 k in gross rents to 14 k in gross wow. rents. Wow. That's, that's just nasty. Wow. Like, that's seriously that's nasty like, money. That's like, like your like car payment the... for you. That's like your <laughs> house payment for you. That's like, oh, yeah. I can go shopping if I, I mean, like. I mean, that alone you know? is sustaining the standard you know, wealth that people really need yes. to have, aside from everything else that you're oh doing, God, but that yeah. alone is like, you don't really have to work besides just checking on your real estate. Well, yeah, and this no? is powerful because this was your first one? I did my first four at like pretty much in the same month. Wow. But that, that's, that's crazy. Oh my God. You guys, if you guys are hearing this, you're listening so, to like the king here. He is the <laughs> one. So. so that's the interesting part. Like my goal in 2017 was to like get out of the rat race, right? That's when you're, the money you make in your sleep yes. meets or exceeds your living expenses. Mm -hmm. nice. And that's exactly what happened in 2017 wow. is the money I made from Airbnbs paid for all of my living expenses. And it was just, it was just wow. mind blowing. I was oh like, my wow, God. like I'm literally like financially free. So then tell wow. us this, if you were financially free in 2017, when everything happened with COVID and everyone mm. was just out and they had no funds and, you know, God bless, but they're out, you know, the government's helping them out. Mm -hmm. Are you one of the individuals that was still collecting on these funds? Were you still collecting that 14K a month from oh. these Airbnbs? Right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't 14K anymore. It was like over 100K. Hold up, guys. He said a hundred thousand dollars. All right, I'm literally yeah, I'm turning li red. <laughs> I'm listening more. Go ahead. This, and oh again, it's God. not profit. It's gross rents, right? Yes. Gross yes. rents hey, from that's the still, Airbnb. That's still, still pretty good. Though. And you guys, this is like in the middle of COVID, where literally no one has <laughs> any funds. That most of everybody has to go to the government to collect and yeah. stay alive. And because you put yourself mm -hmm. in these Airbnbs and you know, having having them rented out every month. Yeah, I yeah. mean, a hundred k a month. Yeah, but let, let's talk about it, right? Yeah, you're right. In 2020, a lot of people stopped traveling, mm -hmm. especially they they stopped having luxury traveling experiences. Yes. But they didn't stop traveling completely. What happened is people started to have other types of experiences mm -hmm. where they can still have a great time, but at a fraction of the cost. Mm -hmm. yes. So one of the things I started doing before COVID mm -hmm. is I started setting up all my properties as a staycation experience. Mm -hmm. So 90% of my properties have pools, jacuzzis, and a game room. So I got a pool table just the way you guys hear. I got a foosball table, large wow. connect board, Jenga, Monopoly, you know, all these different things. And so what happened is during the pandemic or the, the pandemic, right? People stopped traveling, say maybe to Cabo mm -hmm. or internationally, mm -hmm. right. but they started driving right. <laughs> and having staycation experiences and in the 30 minutes away, 45 minutes away, yes. experiences that people couldn't have in their home. Mm -hmm. They were sick and tired of being stuck at home mm -hmm. and they were booking my Airbnbs just wow. to stay there for three days. They weren't going wow. anywhere. They weren't going to a conference mm -hmm. or a wedding. They just wanted to stay in the property for three or four days. Wow, and so, yes, powerful. from March 15th to April 30th, it was bad. Everybody got refunds for the yes. Airbnb bookings, and it did impact us negatively. Mm -hmm. But come May, it started to really pick up and pick up and pick up. And to this day, that's one of the strategies that has really worked is creating a staycation experience where that. you attract yeah. people from the same city or even nearby cities. Mm -hmm. wow. And even mm -hmm. right now in a recession, again, people are spending less money, mm -hmm. but they're still spending money. And it's just about creating a great experience mm -hmm. at a fraction of the cost. Well, staycation, you know, we, 
that's something we're gonna have to utilize on our Airbnb. Yes. I mean, pool table. I can see how that fascinates people. Swimming pool. I mean, who does not love that during right. summer? Like jacuzzi. That's the jacuzzi Lovely during summer. Lunches. Like when I stay at Airbnbs, if it doesn't have a jacuzzi, yeah. I'm not staying there. See? That's like <laughs> my it. favorite yeah. thing to do. Especially <laughs> yes. like I booked m multiple Airbnbs in the Big Bay area, yeah. and like at night, I want right. to chill. I want to hang out in the jacuzzi exactly. and hang out. There has know? to be a jacuzzi. It needs to have a jacuzzi. It needs to have a jacuzzi. <laughs> love it's yeah. a must. Yeah. If you're getting I, I an Airbnb, a, <laughs> jacuzzi. I got a link where you guys can buy one for like Perfect. Oh, I really? was going to ask you. Oh, my okay. God. All right. We need We're going to connect on this right after. <laughs> yeah. So we have the links. If you guys need that jacuzzi for your Airbnb, we got you. We got yeah. it. So, so you're a married man. You know, married you have, uh, I think you said you have two, two daughters. daughters. Three and a half yes. and six months. Oh, oh they're still kids. Love it. Oh, my God. Mine are older, 19 and 16. So, whatever. But I would have never known. 19 and 16. I thought you were 22. <laughs> okay, fine. I, we thought you were 20. <laughs> we thought, we thought you were 20. And actually, that was one of our questions that we asked uh, Mr. George here. Um, so how do you stay so fit? How do you stay mm. so, you know, young, everything that you got going on? So let's on? talk about my skincare routine. Yeah, let's skincare, do that. Skincare. <laughs> hey, right, everybody get a pencil and paper. Write yeah. this down. You know, they say that you are what you eat. Yes, absolutely. And it's true. Yeah. So yes. me and my wife have been on a on a plant based vegan diet Amazing. for six months, uh, six years. Oh six my god! So no wow. egg, no cheese, no dairy, anything with a mom or a dad. We don't have it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! And that has helped. Like I actually wow. probably lost like ten pounds. Okay. Uh, like good, like good weight mm -hmm. that I needed to shed. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel I think I have pretty good skin. Yeah, yeah, no, it it's, it's all natural. Right. Have done any procedures? Really, it's just like. No like we have a housekeeper and every day she makes us like a juice a smoothie ginger wow. shots wow. and uh you know we pretty clean mm -hmm. probably like a like a 75 25 75 mm -hmm. clean mm -hmm. yes wow. and and of course i have a trainer that comes to the house mm -hmm. you know three days a week yes uh i have a sauna do red yeah. light therapy just right. got a cold plunge okay gonna yeah. start okay. doing that next Amazing. week so huge huge uh focus on you know mm -hmm. winning everywhere not just the money I love the, the the winning mentality, like the fact mm -hmm. that you're working out, you're also being a, an individual that's eating healthy and participating with your family. Yeah, yes. it's not just you alone. I know people that yes. do it alone and their whole right. family. No, in me and my wife work out together with our that's trainer. Powerful. We do the sauna together. I mean, we do that too. Yes. all that stuff. Yeah, so I think the only thing we're missing There's that you guys are doing right? is the, the sauna. The sauna. And actually, tell us a little bit how the how the sauna changed your life because I hear about this so much, and this is somebody who's right. actually using it. Yeah. So so we've had an infrared sauna for maybe about four years oh, now wow. five years okay and it's been a life-changing experience mm -hmm. we use okay. it like four or five days a week wow. typically oh, after good. the the workout so when the okay. trainer arrives i turn it on for an hour mm -hmm. okay. and when we finish the workout after 50 55 mm -hmm. minutes i go straight into the sauna wow. when, when my heart rate is up mm -hmm. okay. and man they, they say that if you use a sauna like four times you're like 80 percent less likely to have like a heart attack or anything nice. like that yes. i heard these yeah Carter he likes like mike no, i'm tell saying me mike no, i'm serious like no like, because uh, i almost always have heart attacks always, oh, yeah, <laughs> so like no but i heard these statistics as well and i was actually telling eli yeah. about this the other day. i was like we need to oh, get yeah. a sauna no, or i'm do. gonna have a heart attack oh man and honestly i think you know when you when you sweat that much yeah. it just everything comes out of the mm -hmm. pores and i think that's part of having yes. you know good skin yes is that uh, all these toxins they're just right coming out right so that Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we have to talk about this, you guys, because honestly, yeah. when you're in real estate, when you're purchasing Airbnbs, when you have 10 plus properties like Mr. George, 15, 20 properties, I mean, you have to realize stress, it, it hits you, you yeah. know? 
So you have to do everything in your power to be stress-free. And one of them that George is using, this is why he looks so amazing, is that infrared sauna. So Eli, please buy me one. I'll get, I'll get one for you. After <laughs> just today. saying, just like, saying. All you have to you. do is get another Airbnb that will yeah. give you enough cash flow to buy the sauna. There you go. See, we have the answers. That's how you got to think. Like anytime True. I want to get anything, go yes. more, more, more vacations, a sauna, the cold plunge, right. all these are really mm. investments, not yes. expenses, right? But the cash flow producing assets that right. I'm creating, they pay right. for these things. They yes. pay for the vehicles. They exactly. pay for everything. Exactly. Um, and like actually on that, you know, we, we are not joking here. So when you have an Airbnb and you have an, a return on investment per month, um, can you just tell us like three items that you can sit here and say, you know what? This is being paid for by my Airbnb. So I just got a Lambo. Oh, okay. my God. Right. Congrats. I, got, I, I can hang out with you guys. Yes. I just got a, congrats. Out. Stop, I got a Lamborghini Urus because it weighs over 6,000 pounds. Congrats. And I was, I got oh a, I was able to deduct the yes. entire purchase yeah. price in yes. year one. Love so that. that's one. Another one is, um, you know, like the housekeeper. Obviously, yes. that is also an investment. Oh None of these God. are expensive. These are investments, wow. right? Yeah, oh, yes. But man, she cooks, cleans, yes. laundry, iron, everything. Like mm -hmm. she was ironing my shirt the today. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm speaking in oh Pasadena. She was ironing I love my that. clothes. I love it. She does everything, right? Yes. And investment. My investments yes. pay for someone like that. That also wow. buys me and my wife yes. an extra 40 hours a week wow. of things that we don't have to do. So an that. investment yeah. paying for an investment. That's right. Wow. Yeah, that's I love, I love how you didn't say liability. You said investment. These are these mm -hmm. are investments, right? Mm -hmm. That so had good. I not bought that Euros, it would have cost me about one hundred and forty thousand dollars in taxes. Yeah. So buying that vehicle saved me. It kept one hundred and forty thousand in my pocket. Beautiful. Yes. And even though I financed it, because that's that's the smart way to leverage, mm -hmm. right? Is to use leverage. Yes. Financed it over, I think, seven years. Okay. But I was able to deduct the entire purchase price in year one. So good. Oh my Great God. And I would say the too. third is like, we love going on vacations. Yes. Every two, two and a half months, we're, we're on we vacation. Gotta go. We oh love it. And it's all inclusive. So okay. Nice restaurants. Yeah. And it just and it, it just works. So those are like oh. the main three. So, so, so I, got have, I have to ask you a question. So, right, you know, you're this business entrepreneur. You're running a great business. You're doing classes too. You, you hold, not necessarily hosting, but you have like a course. Yes. But um, what was the before you, the before of today? You know, what were you doing before you got into the Airbnb business? Like, what were so you doing? <coughs> I was actually a professional dancer. No way. Okay, why did I just automatically really? think that? Okay, <laughs> do Wait, tell, are like, you what? joking or this is real? No, this is serious. Love I used it. to be a bachata instructor. Oh, my God. And so I started the first bachata dance company. Me and, mm -hmm. me and my okay. business partner, mm -hmm. her name is Leslie. We started the very first bachata nightclub. I'm sorry, the very, very first bachata dance company. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like a choreography company where all we did was bachata. Wow. What is bachata? Right. What is that? Bachata is a sensual partner dance from the Dominican mm -hmm. Republic. So oh, a lot right. of people okay. that dance salsa dance bachata. You've never seen bachata? I've probably you know seen Romeo Santos, you know, Aventura, Prince Royce. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. okay. So okay. they yeah. sing bachata. Mm -hmm. Got it. And uh, a lot of people that dance salsa dance bachata. So we had okay. a choreography company. I started the first all bachata nightclub in the U.S. Oh, wow. Uh, I traveled to over 25 countries oh, teaching, performing, really? emceeing bachata events. Oh me and my, my partner also had uh, two of the largest bachata festivals in LA that we ran for about 12 years. Oh, uh, I exited the business and she continues it. So mm -hmm. that event oh, still nice. goes on today. Oh, it's wow, actually nice. in about a week and a half. Oh, wow. Valentine's weekend. Okay, perfect um, timing. So we had the nightclub. So you had like eight streams of income all from bachata. Wow. And it was, it was great. It was a great chapter in my yes. life. Did that for about eight years. Mm -hmm. Uh, the challenge, though, was is that I sort didn't have like I had some leverage, but mm -hmm. not that much leverage. Mm -hmm. So I needed to be present a lot. Yes. So anytime I talk about getting out of the rat race or becoming financially free, I'm always referencing like exiting that business that oh, I wow. ran like a job. Oh, yes. Because 
they say, right, if you if your business needs you in order for it to run, you don't have a business, you have a right. job. I yes. so agree with you on that. So 100%. I, I didn't have I had some leverage, but I still needed to be, you know, pretty present. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in nightclub, I, we wouldn't finish until two, three, four in the morning. Mm -hmm. wow. And that wasn't a sustainable life that I saw myself having when right. eventually we would have kids. Yes. Wow. So I was like, man, I need to figure out a way to stop trading time for money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I need to figure out a way to make passive income. So well, the turning point is that in 2012, mm -hmm. I had a back surgery. Okay. In my L5S1. And the doctor said it was a 50-50 chance I would ever walk again. Really? No way. How, how did they, was that an injury? Or I had a, a herniated disc that okay. just from developed over years from doing a lot of acrobatics. Oh, yeah, I had a lot yeah, of yeah, injuries. Yeah. Uh, in my teenage years, I had a lot. I did mm -hmm. a lot of skateboarding, Got jumping it. off stairs. Yeah. Had a, like maybe a couple car accidents growing oh, up. Wow. So oh just wear God. and tear over the years. Okay. And that's when I was like, dude, what if yeah. I can't walk? 50-50 like, is very... Any any yeah, type of back surgery they where they're wow. going into your spine, oh, yeah, yes. it doesn't matter if it's yes. minor or severe, mm -hmm. it's 50-50. And the crazy part is a lot of people that have back surgeries, mm -hmm. like more than half of them, within six months, they go right back to the same symptoms. Wow. Luckily, I, I'm 100%. Okay, okay, that's great. Yes. That said, success. there was like a, a paradigm shift where I was like, man, I need to do something different mm -hmm. like ASAP. I can't mm -hmm. keep living my life in a way where I need my body to make money. I need to mm -hmm. use my mind to make money. Yeah, And possible. that's what led me into real estate investing. I started buying real estate that okay. same year in 2012. And then actually one of my dance students in 2016 is mm -hmm. the one that introduced me to Airbnb. And that's what kind of led me down this path. But wow. that's what I did for years. I was a professional bachata dancer, wow. instructor, an, performer, choreographer. That is insane. I mean, so you're going from, from being a dancer, you even had a back problems. And now you're this huge investor going, hanging around this, these big circles of people. Yeah. You're in our show now, yes. and we are going to even learn from you because we're sh we're starting our Airbnb adventure. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's crazy how anybody can twist around their their whole culture of themselves. Yeah, like you went from that to this. I mean, that's that's insane, yes. and that's great for you guys that are watching because you can turn around your life at any point. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter where you're at, what you're yes. doing, how you're treating your life, or who, what circle you're in. You could do what Jorge did and just hey, if I'm doing this, but I find myself in an avenue to make more wealth and do something different or creative or be happy doing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a perfect example of just, hey, yeah. you can change your stars. You can align differently, you know? Yes, That's and that was a 50-50 chance, everyone, and <coughs> he still made it happen. Most of us have more of a chance in life to be great and you had a 50 50 chance and you still made it happen yes. that is so the odds powerful. are insane like that's crazy yes yeah. definitely so what is your goal on how many airbnb properties you're not going to stop you're going to keep going what is your goal on this <clears throat> that's a good question if you guys remember uh when you guys called me about getting that airbnb i talked yeah. about something called cost segregation i yes. oh yeah, i remember and that's that. when yeah. you uh, in short you accelerate the depreciation on real estate that you own mm -hmm. and it can offset any income mortgage ambiance coaching like any type of active income because these are all active incomes right it can offset and so essentially you could pay zero in taxes legally so my goal every year moving forward is to buy enough real estate to pay zero in taxes amazing. that's it so amazing. good and i keep doing that i'm gonna have to buy a lot of real estate yes. which is a beautiful thing it yeah. is. Like, i love amazing. the fact that i have to buy <laughs> yes. real estate it's either look either the money goes <laughs> to uncle sam yes or it goes into real estate right i mean so right. why not like yeah uncle yes, sam has right. enough money and problems too. I'm, I'm good. Yes. I'll stay out of that basket. Exactly. <laughs> love it, love so, it. so, um, question for you. So, a lot of people don't know the formula to getting an Airbnb. Like, what? Let's just say that I'm brand new at it. Yep. And I've never done it before, and I have maybe only ten thousand dollars in my bank. So, let's assume people just don't have a lot of money. What are the steps? What exactly can they do 
with that money or ca how can they leverage themselves with other people's money to get their first investment? Yes, yeah, so that's what I was going to say is the first thing is that they shouldn't look at only how much money they have because mm -hmm. ultra successful people almost never use their money mm -hmm. and almost never use their credit. Love mm -hmm. it. So Beautiful. whatever it is that you're lacking, if somebody out there is like, okay, this sounds good, Jorge, what if I don't mm -hmm. have credit? Okay, this sounds good, Jorge, what if I don't have money? You need to look at, like Tony Robbins says, you don't have to, success isn't about having all the resources, it's about being resourceful. Mm -hmm. yes. So if you don't have the credit, all you need to ask yourself is, who's got the credit? Right. And if you don't have the money, you just ask yourself, who's got, who's the, got the money? Right, right. right. <laughs> and I wise. love that concept because, you know, and this is a little off, but, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump getting a, what they say, a loan for a million dollars from his dad. I always say that's so amazing that he did go and get that loan from his dad. And most people will talk bad about Donald Trump getting a loan from his dad, but he turned that million dollars into like a billion dollars. Right. He literally made it work yeah. for him. So anybody could say whatever they want, but he leveraged that loan that he got, right. you know? And so anytime we have a chance that we can get a loan or make something work for me and Eli, we'll take it because then exactly. we're going to leverage that and then we're going to upgrade and then obviously that'll be paid back and we're going to be leveraging mm -hmm. and then upgrading. So yeah. I really love this concept. Yeah, and for me, the goal, I always tell uh, my students, my goal is for them to own as much real estate because that's where they're going to get, you know, all the benefits, right? Yes. Cash flow, appreciation, yes. depreciation, mortgage, pay down in taxes. But when they're, most people are not in a position to go and buy a couple properties, right? Yes, you guys right. have a great business that has given you the opportunity to now start buying real estate. Right. But mm -hmm. most people, like 80% of people are not there yet, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. that's why I teach people Airbnb arbitrage because mm. it's a great way to get their feet wet, to get started. And that that's where you rent an owner's property, mm -hmm. you get permission in writing to use it as a short-term rental, and then you launch it on platforms like Airbnb. And is, is this something that's found like on some kind of website or is it through your program where somebody can find? Yeah, I mean, we teach that? it. I mean, people okay. can find YouTube videos. There's books on it, all Got that it. stuff. But we have mm -hmm. an education company where we teach people how to do it. We teach all okay. the strategies, oh, purchasing, subleasing, and also how to start a management company. Wow, that's Powerful. amazing. But subleasing is the, the strategy where I would say like nine out of our nine out of ten of our students start with that. Yes. And in general, like most people, that's what they want to start with mm -hmm. because, again, it's a low hanging fruit low barrier to entry all they need is the first month a deposit and the furniture yes so good. just like when you move wow. into a house to mm -hmm. actually live mm -hmm. there but except you're not living there is the only difference that is so good so so that i'm assuming that somebody would get a share from the, the well the own owner will get a share of the profits that are being made no the owner they just want their mailbox their, money yeah so if someone oh, okay. if, if a landlord is advertising hey i'm looking you know say it's on zillow and they're looking mm -hmm. for somebody to rent a property on a 12-month lease for three thousand a month you could pay them that three thousand a month, and then the difference from what you pay them and what you generate is your profit. That is that is you're amazing. If you think about it, right, you're wow. basically becoming the bank. Yeah, and the banks have always had the number one business model. Absolutely. Right? So, like, say John walks into the bank and deposits ten grand, they're going to pay John zero point one zero on his money. Mm -hmm. I walk into the bank and borrow that those ten thousand, which is really John's money. The bank's going to charge me ten percent. Yeah. So they're making 9.9 .9 on other people's money. Like they're in the arbitrage business. That's yes. right. So essentially we are becoming the bank by country. You could either own or control real estate. So we're controlling the asset through a lease agreement and the difference from what we pay John or the landlord and what we generate is our profit. So literally Powerful. there is no excuse. Everyone out there, you could own real estate or you could sublease it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, you could do both. I do both. All right. All right. Literally, he does that. both, and he owns his own properties. He subleases <coughs> properties. There is, okay. like, no excuse for you to get out there and start this. I mean, you have kids. You have a wife, and actually, that brings me to my next question. Owning so many properties and dealing with your schooling that you teach all these individuals. Right. Um, how does this affect your, you know, home life, your children, your wife? Is everything flowing correctly? Are you guys, like, 
you know, sometimes because there's so much going on, are you guys like at this under the, the line? How is it all going for you? We want to know. That's it's going know. great. It's one of the things that I'm most proud of. Uh, a couple, maybe back in like 2016, me and my wife took this um, this online course. It's yeah. called Lifebook. Okay. Right? Mm. okay. You're creating Lifebook. your own life book. It's sort of like creating mm. a vision board, but it's okay. in 12 categories. Oh, wow. And category number 12 is the most important category, mm. and that is your overall quality of life. Oh, wow. Mm. Like, I'm sure you guys have met people. I've definitely met people who have do, are doing really well financially, mm -hmm. but they have the shittiest quality of life. Yes. Like, yes. They're, not, uh, they're not thriving in their health. Correct. They're not thriving in their relationships. Mm -hmm. They're not enjoying the fruits of their labor. Yes. They're just good at making money, and that's it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Yeah. So, so for me, I it agree. is extremely important and a non-negotiable to be winning everywhere in my relationships, mm -hmm. in my finances, and in my health. So I'm constantly putting effort into all those things. Wow. All right. So for example, today I left my house at two o'clock and I won't yes. be back till like midnight because I have meetings yes. and a bunch of like conferences mm -hmm. I'm going to. Of yes. But before this, like I was in the jacuzzi for a couple hours with my wife and my <laughs> daughter it. and we're having great quality time. Amazing. Yeah. You know? Amazing. And so whenever I know that it's going to be a long day or if it's going to mm -hmm. be a long week, I always plug into my calendar like, hey, I we're going to do this. We're going to take, you know, my daughter to her, say her, her uh, gym class. Wow. And then after that, we're going to go hang out and do this. So wow. it's plugged into my calendar mm -hmm. on the daily. Mm -hmm. But every day there's like connection points with my family. Mm -hmm. so That's huge because you know, we, we just hired a personal assistant that actually keep track of our calendar. Mm -hmm. And we did, we haven't even thought about that, mm -hmm. right? right? We have all our business on the yes. calendar, but yeah. we have yes. no family yeah. in there. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Wow. Like, and we get to it, but we get to it, but it's, we get to it's it. It's just right. not like how you have it set up. And honestly, just having it on calendar will just make things so yeah. much easier. Can you imagine how like so amazing. Be, yeah. so like, <laughs> for me, if it's not on my calendar, yes. it's not happening. It's not happening. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. My workouts, mm -hmm. my smoothies, my yes. vitamins, yes. everything, anything mm -hmm. that is important for me in my, and must go in my, in my calendar Love or it doesn't that. happen. Love that. So keyword non-negotiable guys, like for us, some of our non-negotiables are working out every morning. We wake mm -hmm. up at either four or five. Yes. We definitely, uh, you know, communicate. Mm -hmm. We read a book. We uh, mastermind a little bit in the morning. We obviously have healthy food mm -hmm. in the morning. And then we get on in our work day. But, and we follow up with our clients and all that sort of stuff. So we have certain non-negotiables. But uh, I love the fact that you can plug in family. Yes. yes. And that's huge for me because I always com I'm, I'm big in mm -hmm. complaining. Yeah. I complain all the time, like, why are we spending more time? Yeah. Why are we doing all this work? Yet we get home, we never see our kids. Yeah. But I never put it in there in the calendar. You know, it's such a good point. A lot, and it st I started changing this probably about five, six years ago. Okay. okay. Think of how many people we've all heard of or know who work so hard in their 20s and 30s and their 40s so that one day in their 50s or in their 60s, they can enjoy it all. And then these people, like, die. Yeah. I'm serious. Very like, true. It's very that's true. why personally, that yes. I don't believe in 401ks. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in pension plans. Yes. I don't believe in retirement yes. right. funds. Right. Like right. my real right. estate, first of all, is my right. retirement. Yes. Mm -hmm. But this whole aspect of work your ass off into wow. your 67 so that you can enjoy your life. Right. Just does not resonate. Yes. Mo a lot. Of, most people don't make it. Right. right. And I'll never forget. Right. Me and my wife went on our first vacation mm -hmm. to uh, Tulum in 2012 when the world was supposed to end in December 2012. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. I remember that. I was like, let's. We actually <laughs> went there. We went to that. <laughs> wow. You know, so, yeah, we oh went. I was God. like, we went during that time, and you know, they pick you up from the airport. They take you to your all-inclusive resort, and there was this man that was probably about 72 years old, and he had had three back surgeries, mm -hmm. and the guy could barely walk. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, you know, I worked so hard so that now I can enjoy my life. 
And I remember looking at my wife's girlfriend at the time. I was like, that is not going to be us. Yes. We need to constantly make it a non-negotiable to right. enjoy now because yes. the reality is like tomorrow is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And too many people are living for this future date yes. when they can finally fill in the blank. Yes. And for me, like, I don't believe in that. That's mm -hmm. why I, I love spending my money and things and experiences because yes. mm -hmm. tomorrow is yes. not guaranteed. Like life can be, you know, really short. And so you got to make sure that's why, again, everything about I don't want to work so hard so that one day I can spend time with my kids. I love that. That day might yeah. not come. I love that so much. We were walking on the um, Sunset Strip today, me and Eli, and we're going for some coffee. And honestly, it is probably like a $15 cup of coffee each. Right. I know that's a lot of money. But the experience that we get when we have this cup of coffee, they literally put a rainbow milk on top. You literally have every color of the rainbow. Right. Your name, Eli, and Mike is on there. And just us sitting there together because we work so much, yeah. enjoying that coffee exactly. that costs $15 a cup. I know that sounds crazy. That experience that, you know, we were walking down the strip and I was like, Eli, like we deserve this and we should yeah. want to live the life how we want to live. And we do work hard where if we want to have a coffee with rainbows all over it, we can. And we shouldn't be waiting until we're 70 years old yeah. to be yeah. like, let's have a rainbow coffee that costs $15. We live for now. But it's because we work so hard now. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, we literally get up at 4 a.m. Like you said, you won't be home till 12. We'll probably be barely going to sleep at 12. You're you're still going to have to, like, wind down. Yeah. But we're right there with you. We're going to yeah. sleep at midnight. Yeah. We're waking up at 4 a.m. But it gives us the opportunity to live life now, live young, do things that we want to do, like having coffee that's $15. Sorry. Yeah. But you know what I mean? That's just what makes us happy. And then Absolutely. we can go and the next day we're happy and we get to work hard again because yeah. we're satisfied with life instead of waiting until we're 70, 75 years old. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Or even 50. I mean, 50 is old now, too. Like, you have to find a way to make your life better, like fulfillment and being, like, good with your non-negotiables. Yeah. You know, people are always saying, hey, I'm going to get on a diet and then – you only get on the diet like halfway through the week and then you're like, oh, I'm going to be better on Monday. Right. But it's like Wednesday. Like, dude, that's a whole week from now. Yeah. Like, people just don't put it together and like realize like, hey, life is really short. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm 44. You're in your, you guys are in your 30s. Like, what has happened? I think he's Time in his 20s, passed. actually. Okay. Well, <laughs> just fine. say, just say. It's the sc skin routine. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, the skin routine. But what has happened, right? We're all, we all can look back and be like, what happened in my life? Yes, yeah. maybe things look mm -hmm. great right now, mm -hmm. but even you, you were doing the dancing, what, 15 years ago, 12 right. years ago? About yeah. 10 years About ago. 10 years Amazing. ago, and you're like Airbnb guy now. Right. Like all these businesses going on, you're teaching people to have successful businesses while they're young and learning and thriving. As long as all they got to do is like put the batteries on and be like, hey, I'm ready. Yeah. Yes. I got a mentor like Jorge teaching me what to do versus back in the days, I don't know if you had one. I never had a mentor. No. I mean, I had, I had a lot of role models um, that, you know, helped me change the course of my life because there was a lot of challenges uh, in my upbringing, which actually I think you guys wanted me to, to kind of talk about mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would say my, my very first, um, I would say, challenge and obstacle, and these are all things that formed me to who I am today. But when I was seven years young, I used to sell drugs with my dad. That's actually wow. how we made a living. Wow. And when I was 10 years old, we used to smuggle people into the U.S. Wow. wow. That was also how we made money. Wow. And my, my dad was like in <laughs> yeah. and out of jail. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's mm -hmm. interesting because my parents were very entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. But it was always doing illegal things mm -hmm. where my dad was like in and out of jail. Right. Wow. And he was also an alcoholic. Yeah. I remember when I was seven years old, the doctor told him that if he wanted to see his younger, his youngest son, Jorjito, grow up, uh -huh. he needed to stop drinking. Wow. Mm. And he did, but the damage was too far and too long. Mm. So when I was 12, he passed away from alcohol. God bless. Oh my God. And then my mom that. started, you know, shortly after started dating some guy until yeah. she basically abandoned me. 
and her friend took me in. Her name is Estela. And Estela says, Jorge, as long as you keep going to school, she said, I'll feed you, I'll clothe you, and I'll put a roof over your head. Wow. Right? And uh, I failed seventh grade because I was, you know, just going through a dark time in my life. Barely graduated high school with four Fs and one D, and then I like dropped out of college when I started my first uh, business, which was the dance business. So you're you're wow. literally saying you were abandoned. You're literally saying you had you know Fs. You literally are you saying lost your father you know Mr. George eye, lost like, his father at twelve, and not only that, you literally had a fifty fifty chance injury in your back, your spine, and you're telling us today you are the you know Airbnb king, fourteen plus properties, own your own businesses, schooling people. <laughs> So, like, I don't know. You guys truly do not have an excuse. I am just letting you know I don't have an excuse. Eli, you don't have an excuse. I don't have an excuse. Like, we have Mr. George (laughs) sitting with us who defined the odds. And this is is medical. This is, uh, you know, your family. This is your parents. This is school. And you literally didn't look at anything. And you're like, I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to own these Airbnbs. I'm going to start my businesses. And people are going to learn from me. And I'm going to have my schooling, which is – your the real system. The real system, like wow. So, so let's ask wow. you one one final question, right? So you're in your thirties, five years from now. I ask this to all my people on my team too. Like, where do you see yourself five years from now? What is the Jorge Contreras? What is he looking at? What kind of visual do you see in yourself? And that's a good question. I used to have very specific goals where it was like this amount of money in the bank, this many properties. Now I don't I don't have any like numbers tied to mm-hmm. my goals. It's just about like intention, right? Mm-hmm. Got so it. my intention is to continue to grow in every aspect of my life. So continue to become the best father, the father I didn't get to have, to be a, the mm-hmm. greatest husband I can be, mm-hmm. to be a great entrepreneur that is changing people's lives. Love that. So it's just doing more of what I'm doing right now. So wow. it's just giving back, philanthropy. Uh, we do have a goal with the company, right? Because you need to have, you know, KPIs, and that's of to course. help uh, a million people become financially free Love over that. the next ten years. Yes. Love that. Um, teach them how to have enough passive income that could give them the freedom to whether if they don't want to have that job, because eighty-five percent of people in the U.S. are unsatisfied in the workplace. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's and absolutely true. Yeah. You know, the I, the reason I was struggling in school so much is because they wanted me to. They're they're always teaching us to be obedient slaves, and they're training you to be a part of the workforce. But I wanted to be an entrepreneur, and that wasn't an option. So I always felt like dumb growing up. Mm-hmm. So I want to teach people that entrepreneurship yeah. is an option for those that want to have that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's just intentions. It's just to keep growing because if you're not growing, you're dying. So, Oh, my God. That's powerful. Love it, love so, it. guys, so look, we had the amazing Jorge Contreras here at our podcast. This is going to go live on Sunday at 7 p.m., um, possibly 5, but most likely 7. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys follow up on our social media platform. So uh, we'd love to give it up to our guest here Jorge Contreras for showing up our podcast today make sure you follow him at the Jorge Contreras um, is there any other ways that people can follow you maybe how they can sign up for your course yeah they can message me on Instagram and we can chat so awesome all right guys so thank you so much for coming in here remember everybody can do anything they can to build their wealth just like Jorge did just like me and Mike are doing our thing you can do anything your heart desires be fulfilled work hard don't take anything for granted. Remember, time keeps going no matter what you do in life. So you might as well start changing now. Thanks, guys. Let's go. Yeah.